Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We are located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're so glad you tuned in. We pray that today's message is truly a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson continues a series of messages on celebrating God's goodness with the fourth message titled, Surrounding. the Lord this morning as we continue this series that God has given us celebrating God's goodness in the diamond jubilee year 2nd Kings chapter 6 verses 15 and 17 as we begin this diamond jubilee series in March my prayer to God was allow some of the scriptures in the Bible that have transformed my life, that have touched me the most. Give me the insight. Give me the anointing to share them in the form of sermons and pray that they would touch someone else's life. Such is the case with the text chosen for today's message. 2 Kings chapter 6 verses 15 and 17. Listen to the reading of God's holy word. Reading from the NIV translation, reading from the NIV translation. It was so good to see Mrs. Finney in the service today. Amen. Judge Finney's wife, she is, she is special to me. Love you so much, Mrs. Finney. Always, always great to see you in our service. Listen to the word of God. When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh, no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet Elijah answered. Those who are with us, I told you one of my favorite scriptures, right? Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Mm. And Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and he saw the hills around him full of horses and chariots a fire all around Elijah or as one translation says surrounding Elijah and those who love God's word help me say amen. amen for the next few moments I want to make sure I do have time to preach I know we ran a little longer this morning with some preliminaries but do I have time to preach this message okay then do me a favor look at someone and say surround it clap those hands as you take your seats 
surround it. Surround it. I need you to hashtag that word all week. Surround it. After the 8 o'clock, I had someone send me hashtag surround it. I don't care what the enemy says. This message is for you. Listen, when, when we hear the word surrounded, perhaps we think of potential trouble or danger or hostility or other kinds of anonymous obstacles that are in our way. It is understandable why we may think of these things as it relates to this word surrounded. For it usually, in its usual context, uh, is used in one of these, what I call negative or threatening connotations or contexts. However, God says, flip the script today. And today, our assignment is to look at the word surrounded from a different perspective, which is God's response when we find ourselves in the midst of what appears to be dangerous or difficult situations. What is God's response when our backs are against the wall and it seems as if we are surrounded or we are between a rock and a hard place? Has anyone ever been there? What is God's response when it appears as if our enemies have the upper hand in a fight for survival. Truth is, most of us have been there, which it seems as if we have more problems than answers. Seems as if our enemies are greater than the resources and the forces we have to fight against them. And it doesn't matter whether or not you are a believer or not. It doesn't matter how long you have been saved. I, I was reminded in between services, Pastor Mac, of this verse in Psalms 40, verse 12, the New Living Translation. For it was David who wrote this, Psalms 40, verse 12, and we're going to paraphrase the verse. It says, the New Living Translation, David says, for trouble surround me, too many to count. Keep it real, David. <laughs> For trouble is all around me. Too many to count. David goes on in the end of that verse to say, I can't see my way out. Have you ever been there? Where it seems as if so much trouble is all around you, you are just wondering, how am I going to get out of this? Lord, how am I going to survive this? Heart is broken. Spirit has been crushed. Those who said, I got your back, stabbed you in the back. 
Those who said, I love you forever are now your worst enemies that are trying to discourage you. For the Bible says, I was wounded in the house of a friend. <laughs> who am I preaching to in the real folk? Anybody ever thought the people that were around you uh, would lift you up only to discover they are the very ones that are trying to pull you down. Somebody say surrounded. Wake up one morning and you're going, Lord, I don't know how much more of this I can take. I don't know, Lord, I prayed, I prayed, I'm doing all I can. And it gets tough. It gets tough. We, we've got to praise our way even through difficult situations. Listen, I was so touched this morning when this young man, Gabe, led that first song. And, and just two or three weeks ago, he lost his mother. And I heard him this morning praising God and singing and giving God the praise. That's what I mean when your faith overcomes your obstacles. Is there anyone else ever had to praise your way through it? Don't fool me. Anyone else ever had to keep your praise active even when the hellhounds were on your track? Even when discouragement and depression try to take you out. Somebody say surrounded. You've got to understand the enemy never gets the last word. <laughs> Can I preach? I don't care what you've been through. The enemy never gets the last word. And here's what God has helped me to understand. If I'm still in the midst of it, it is because God has not seen fit yet to bring me to a place in which the enemy will see that they have been defeated. It's not a matter of if the enemy loses, it's he's already lost. I need to preach to some faith walkers, faith talkers, who say things that others cannot say, who see things that others cannot see. We walk by faith and not by what we see. And we declare and decree a good thing. I heard the book of Job say, if thou declareth a thing, it shall come to pass. So even when the enemy thinks they have us boxed in, <laughs> Go ahead and let your naysayers and your haters have their little uh, moment of jubilation. Uh, because God got the final say-so. Anybody know that God wins in the end? Tell somebody we win in the end. So the assignment that God has given us through this sermon this morning is that we would like to look at how those, listen to this, here's, here's the crux of this message, here's the heart of the message, how those evil forces that are surrounding us are in fact surrounded by the forces that are mightier and more powerful than they are. In other words, how evil is surrounded by the mighty forces of God. Good God Almighty. So for every enemy who thinks they have the upper hand on you, what they cannot see are the forces 
that belong to God that are fighting on your behalf that have surrounded those who have surrounded you. <laughs> Look at somebody say the devil is in trouble. Last week's message we talked about how we are kept by God. This week we want to look at how we are protected by God. Can I speak into your life? Your family is protected. You are protected. Your joy is protected. Your peace is protected. Ooh, is there anybody that know I can be sick and still protected? I can be broken still protected. I can go through hell and high waters and still protected. It doesn't always have to look that way, but I can speak it as if I know it is not what I see, but what God has declared over me. Look at somebody and say, protected. So not only are we kept, we are protected. Last week, we said we are kept from falling apart and falling away. Today, we are protected by God. When my enemy and my foe come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and fall. And the enemy may come in like a flood. But the Spirit of God lifts up a standard. The enemy comes in one way. Hath to flee seven different ways. Great is he that is in me than he that is against me. Anybody know that you are protected? No weapon <laughs> formed against us shall probably you've got to act and speak like you are protected even in the midst of what's going because the text that I'm going to share with you later will show us that you've got to speak it and declare it even when it doesn't look like it anybody can say I'm protected after you have seen your protection <laughs> can you declare that God has my back when it doesn't look like it, when it doesn't feel like it. Anybody ever been in the, in the snare of the enemy? Ooh, not that the enemy was out to get you. Listen to what the psalmist says. I was in the snare. But the psalmist said, but the snare has been broken. Anybody know? Yeah, not, not just the enemy was out to get you. Some of us, he had us. He had us in his snare, but God broke the snare. <laughs> Power of God is greater than any force that is against you. Uh, look at the text for the next few moments. This incredible Old Testament text found in the book of 2 Kings uh, is perhaps one of the greatest examples in the Bible of being surrounded by the mighty forces of God that surrounded the forces that were out to destroy us. Listen to the context of this text. Our text describes a very serious crisis for the prophet Elijah. He, he was the successor to Elijah and his whole campsite. 
It involved the dreaded army of the Syrians. In fact, if you look at verse 14 of the NIV translation, it describes uh, that which was against Elijah as a mighty force. I'm going somewhere. How, how many of you ever felt like something mighty was against you? Some, I, I've had people say, Pastor, I can't fight that. I just can't fight that. that that's, that's where God wants you to be. Because God is going to change how we fight our battles. <laughs> you used to fight with words. You used to fight. Uh, if they say something to you, you say something back to them. They come after you, you come even harder after them. But God's going to change the way you fight. Because now God says all you have to do is stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Listen, the Syrian army, uh, they were told by the king of Syria to go find and destroy Elijah and his entire campsite. Because the king of Syria was angry at the prophet Elijah because he was told that the prophet Elijah through his anointing knows what you say and do even in your bedchamber. In other words, God has shown him everything about. There are some folks that are mad at you because they are angry at the anointing that's on your life. They, they don't really care about you. They, they, they are fighting the anointing that's on your life. Verse 15 of the text says, the servant of Elijah realized something because that night, late that night, I called them earlier this morning in 8 o'clock service, night crawlers. How many of you know there's some night crawlers in your life? There's some folk that like to sneak up on you at night. <laughs> there, there, there are those who throw a rock and hide a hand. Somebody say night crawlers. You got some of them right around you. They won't, they won't do their dirty work when everybody can see them. They like to sneak up on you. And such was the case for the prophet Elijah. He was asleep in his campsite. And at night, the Bible describes it as a mighty force of Syrians with horses and chariots. They came and they surrounded the campsite. When they were asked, where was Elijah? They said, he's in a place called Dotham, and here is his campsite. And they went at night, and they surrounded the campsite. Their intent was, we are going to destroy you at sunrise. Uh, in the morning, we are going to wipe you out. Uh, and such was the case in verse 15. The servant of Elijah uh, woke up early that morning only to discover that their entire campsite was surrounded by this mighty army of Syrians, uh, the evil enemies of the prophet Elijah. What happens when you wake up? And you wake up to problems. Problems are all around you. David said early in Psalms 40, too many for me to even count. Uh, servant of Elijah woke up and he saw something 
Oh, that was disturbing. Can you imagine uh, waking up in the morning and you look and all around you is trouble, trouble all around you, east, west, uh, north, and south. Enemies encamped all around him, and they only were a handful of prophet students because that's what Elijah did. He only, he didn't have an army. Uh, all he had was the anointing. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, if you got the anointing, that's your army. <laughs> Who am I preaching to? Tell your neighbor your anointing. Uh, Elder Robert Wilson is your army. When folk come up against you, you don't have to fight like they fight because the anointing will destroy the yoke. So he he gets up and he sees this mighty force of Syrians encamped all around him. And listen to what he said. The servant of Elijah was overcome by fear. And fear leads you to panic. Can I preach? But perfect love casts out all fear. Look at somebody and say, I'm not afraid. I don't care what I'm going through. I, I know that everything is going to be all right. <laughs> Look at what the text says. He began to panic when he saw the situation. Stay right there for a moment. Because when we see it with our natural eyes, we often have natural reaction. And the natural reaction to what we see with the natural eyes is to panic and say, look, there is no way one old prophet and a handful of servants can do anything with this mighty force. But if God be for you, I'm preaching to somebody right now that the enemy had you all surrounded. I'm preaching to somebody right now that the enemy had you in his snare. Any witnesses in here? This is not for everybody. But for those of you who have one testimony that Pastor Jackson, there have been times in my life in which the enemy thought he had me. But by the grace and mercy of God, I am where I am now. You owe God a 10 second, 20 second. Put your hands together, open your mouth, throw your head back, and give God. somebody come on somebody do me a favor take take just one moment think about the last time the enemy thought he had you trapped and there was no way you can get out think about the last time you were surrounded by problems evil diabolical forces but God made a way out of nowhere You've got 10 seconds to give God your best. Lord, I thank you. Y'all excuse me. 
But before I finish preaching this message, somebody has a testimony. Pastor Jackson, I was surrounded by all kinds of problems. I should have lost my mind. I should have lost my job. So the servant of Elijah, so the servant of Elijah panic. And when you panic, you ask questions like, what shall we do? How am I ever going to get out of this? So he turned to the prophet Elijah and he said to him, Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? But Elijah saw what his servants saw. Elijah was in the same predicament that his servant was in. I'm going somewhere. Some of you have been in the same shape as others. Some of you in the same predicament as others, but you did not panic. You did not give up. Elijah turned to his servant and said to him these words found in verse 16, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. You've got to see what everybody else can't see. You've got to declare what everybody else can't declare. I need somebody right now that know that you've got more with you than against you. Those that are with us are more than those that are against us. Encourage your neighbor and say, neighbor, pull your head up high. God's got your back. God has your back. And everything is going to be all right. It's all right. It's all right. Look at two or three people and say, it's all right now. It's all right now. Y'all got to encourage somebody and say, it's all right now. It's all right now. I don't care how it looks. It's all right now. Mother, it's all right now. Let the church say yeah. Let the church say yeah. That are with us are more than those with them. Then Elijah, in verse 17, turned his attention to the Lord. And I want you to take particular note of the prayer he prayed. 
What he did not say was, Lord, open our eyes so that we will see. Because Elijah knew he already saw it. Somebody, let me preach to this side of the church because somebody over here has already seen it. Have you already seen it? Tell your neighbor, I've already seen it. Houses and jobs and blessings. I've already seen it. I've already seen it. Student loan taking care. I've already seen it. Healing and deliverance. I have already seen it. I have already seen it. I just need a handful of folk to help me preach this and say, Pastor Jackson, I have already seen Put your hands on your eyes, say, I see it, I see it, I, 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 I see, I see, I see houses you did not build, I see jobs you did not apply for, I, I see healing and deliverance. Jump one time, say, I see it. Anybody praying over a child? Anybody praying over a son or a daughter? Anyone praying for deliverance for somebody you love? Just one time, throw your head back and say, I see it. Can I testify? Can I testify? October 26, 2006, Baptist Hospital on the second floor. My father called for his grandchildren. He said, I need them all to come to my room. My youngest son, Antoine, we had to go find him off the streets, came into the hospital smelling like marijuana. My daddy grabbed his hands and prayed his prayer and tears streamed down his face. And my daddy told me, Daryl, don't worry about it. I already see it. I see it, I see it, I, I see it, I, I see it, I 
see it. Lord, I see it. Lord, I. Somebody help me say, Lord, I see it. Listen, my mother told my father, turn the boy's hand loose. AC, let him go. Why are you holding his hand so hard? Woo. We all uh, knew what Antoine was doing. We can smell where he had been. But my daddy wouldn't turn him loose, Andrea. He grabbed my son's hands. And then when my boy left, my daddy looked at me and said, Darrell, it's all right. I already see it. Some of you, God says, I see what nobody else see. I see blessings that nobody else can see. Because what dad saw, I saw what Antoine had surrounding him. But my dad saw what was surrounding that which surrounded him. Oh, I got to go. I'm, all, I'm just taking up too much time. Open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he saw all around him chariots of fire. Can I get a witness? Look at your neighbor say, neighbor, God has blessings surrounding you that nobody else can see. God's got blessings surrounding your house. That nobody else can see. God's got blessings surrounding your family that nobody else can see. Mother Lumpkin, don't worry about it. I already see it. Anybody know I see it? I see it. Y'all stand on your feet. I got to get up out of here. But give God your best praise. Shake your head like Bishop T.D. Jake and I, 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 I see 
lift those hands. I can't even finish this. Go on our website and get the three points. They'll be there after service. But God says cut it off right now. Whew. It's already done. I see the miracle. Whew. On your house, Wanda. <laughs> On your house, Steve. I see it already done. I see it already done. Uh, Tammy and Chip on your house. Ooh. God says it's already done. And here's the good news. Because we know that we are surrounded by the Lord. We don't fight the way the enemy fights. <laughs> when you walk by faith, and not by sight, you don't fight the way others fight. <laughs> because you know it is already done. Uh, Lachey Knox and James Fortune say, this is how I fight my battles. It may look like <laughs> I'm surrounded but I am surrounded by you. Woo. That's it. Go ahead, Anthony. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. This is how I fight my battle. Woo. <laughs> this is how I fight my battle. Thank you, Chosen. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Gabe. This is how I fight
afraid those who are with us are more than those who are with them I don't care who's against you I don't care how many are against you I'm here to declare something those that are with you on your side on the Lord's side are more than those that are against you. Close those eyes, lift those hands. It begins with your relationship with God. I wanna share something that meant so much to me in this text. God, God gave me this message. I preached from this text probably 30 years ago. And God said something to me the last time I preached from this text. He said, here's the difference. The servant of Elijah had a relationship with Elijah. But Elijah had a relationship with God. And so, when the servant felt like he was in trouble, he went to Elijah and said, Oh, my Lord, what are we going to do but Elijah because he had a relationship with God went to God because the servants saw those that were surrounding them but Elijah saw the mighty forces of God surrounding their enemies relationship with God matters <laughs> when your back is against the wall you can't always reach Pastor Jackson you can't always reach a minister or an elder you can't always get someone on the phone to pray with you that's why you need a relationship with God and when you have a relationship with God you will discover that surrounding your enemies are the forces of God. David says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Close those eyes, if you will. <clears throat> Lift those hands. And if you don't know God like you should, whew, if your relationship is better with someone else, rather than God today is an opportunity for you to get it right because at the end of the day Pastor Jackson can't help you Whew. you will have to be able to look up to God and God will show you what others cannot see 
My dad saw something when he held my son's hands. My mother saw something when my son was in the hospital. <laughs> and now today, years later, both of them are working in ministry. And I said that not to brag on my family because my family is no different than yours. We have the same struggles that you had. That if God can do it for us, God can do it for you. Lift those hands. Eternal Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. Thank you for reminding us that when we think that we are surrounded by troubles, we are in fact surrounded by you. You surround our troubles. <laughs> you say no weapon formed against us shall prosper. You lift up a standard against our enemies who come in like a flood. And we say thank you for surrounding us. Someone today will leave this service with the blessed assurance that is not as bad as what it looks. Because beyond what we could see, there are forces that are protecting us Ooh, uh, uh, that are greater than the forces that are against us. This is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And the church said, Amen. I'm surrounded. If you want to join right now, if you want to give God a commitment, if you want to give your life to the Lord, if you want that relationship with God, meet me at this altar right now. It may look like that's right. If God is calling you, it may. That's right. Come on. This this can be your day. This can be your moment. God's calling anyone today. Come on, walk down those aisles. If God is calling, thank you. Thank you. Look at God. It's all right. Anyone else? Anybody else is coming? God says, come on, someone else, anyone else, let this be your moment. Let this be your moment. This is how, anyone else, give God a hand of praise for this young lady. Come on, by the way, this is how I You have been listening to the worship service of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, just off Interstate 77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services here on the radio. We are also streaming live on our website at dwcar.org 
on Facebook at Bible Way Church Atlas Road, and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you missed any of our services or want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for a CD or DVD of today's sermon titled Surrounded, please call us at 803-776-1238. Reference, sermon number 102223. Again, that telephone number is 803-776-1238. Sermon number 102223. Join the Bible Way Church family Sunday, November 12th at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., for our 60th year Diamond Jubilee Anniversary Service with special guest Dr. Carolyn Showell. Get ready for this powerful and dynamic service of celebration. Sunday, November 12th, here at Bible Way. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow a financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website at bwcar.org or you can give right from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR and your giving amount to the number 73256. You can also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Post Office Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations are being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. We thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.